the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold. Well, time to talk the ACC Women's Cricket World Cup. A three-run loss to the West Indies on Friday night at Bay Oval to open New Zealand's campaign. Joining us, bowling coach Jacob Oram. Would have been a disappointing start for the team, Jacob? Yeah, immensely disappointing. Yep, uh, coming off a, a really good month of cricket in Queenstown against uh, India, um, who are... You know, have lost the last two ICC finals, 2020 and 50. Obviously, they're a good side, and we've played some good cricket against them. So to then turn up and um, not play to our the standards we'd set there against the West Indies was disappointing. And we just got off to a slow start with both bat and ball and did well to fight back in both innings. But, you know, like you said, to fall three runs short feels like a lot, lot further away. So uh, all losses are tough when you're when you need to win in the World Cup. It was a big score that the West Indies posted. Did you think that, uh, you know, we'd get close to that? Well, I thought we'd done well to keep them to that 260. I thought for a while there, especially with Hayley Matthews playing quite a brilliant innings, to be fair, gave no chances and, and hit the ball beautifully. You know, I was thinking, when we were only chasing 260, I was actually quite happy to. Um, and I did think we were going to get it, yep. I mean, against India again in Queenstown, we chased 270 five-ish, give or take, uh, twice. Um, and then the other day against Australia, you know, the defending 2020 world champions, we we chased down 320, I think it was, only for the loss of one wicket. Admittedly, a, a warm-up game, but but still, Sophie Devine went ballistic and we, we chased it down. So, yeah, I, I I thought we'd do okay. And to be fair, when we got close and needed six off six, six off the last over, with two set batters, three wickets in hand, um, you should win that um, 99 times over 100. So that probably made it a little bit even more disappointing. <laughs> Would have been tough for you guys sitting in the standard bay over watching that that ball where it all just, just fell over. Yeah, look, I suppose when you are seven down, there's not a lot of room for error. No. Um, so, I mean, the first ball I remember, Jess Kerr, who hits really well through cover and mid-off, absolutely creamed one through extra cover and the mid-off fielder, I, I can't remember who it was from the West Indies, made an unbelievable save, which was destined to the boundary and she stopped it and it was only one. You know, you, you think back to that in the margin of the loss in the end and you just think, man, that's a good bit of fielding. But, you know, Katie Martin got LBW and then suddenly you're exposing a new batter and anything can happen from there. So I, I still stand by the fact you should win uh, 99% of the time needing six off six with two set batters. And unfortunately, that was the one time the other night. Have you pinpointed exactly what went wrong on Friday night? Yeah, like I said before, we just started slowly. And um, it's not because of rustiness or, or anything like that. We've had a lot of cricket. Um, that Indian series, as I say, the two warm-up games down in Christchurch. Um, I, look, potentially the emotion around it all. I mean, it's it's an awesome time to be part of the White Ferns. I mean, the home World Cup, mm. You know, it was a beautiful day. The ground looked amazing. Um, unfortunately, COVID restrictions meant there weren't too many people actually in. But but we knew it was a huge game, and we tried to downplay the the excitement of it all. But you know, maybe that played a part. So I think we should be okay for game two once it's out of our system. Um, because as I said before, I felt like once we got into the game, admittedly about ten overs too late, um, we were actually we're actually pretty good. Um, so look, we will be better for that, and we've talked about that a lot. Bangladesh lost to uh, South Africa on uh, Saturday. So do you know much? You've at least had a chance to see the Bangladeshi side. Uh, what, are you, what, are you, uh, what is your take from them? Uh, yeah, we, we actually flew down to Dunedin yesterday and sort of saw bits and pieces of the game. It was, it was a big flight down from Tauranga to, 
to Dunedin here, so caught up with maybe 30 overs or so, um, and and they're exactly what we expected. Similar to the um, Pakistan in particular, where they, um, you know, have a lot of spin. They have, you know, accurate seam bowlers. Not a hell of a lot of pace, but they just do the job. So, um, you know, thankfully we did play Pakistan in a warm-up game, so we we know what to expect. We don't get to play Bangladesh that often, um, especially in the last few years with COVID disrupting everything. So. Um, you know, it's, it is a bit of a sporting cliche, but after losing that first game, we've just tried to concentrate on what we did poorly and we need to improve on and then what our strengths are in our own game. Will there be many changes to the side? Um, well, look, we, we're trying to assess each ground. I mean, we've got a, a good and a bad schedule. Um, the good thing is we're able to go around and, and play a game in every um, you know host city here in New Zealand, which is the way to do it. You know, we're the host country and... We're taking it around. We want to play in front of as many of our own fans as we can. But at the same time, it means a lot of travel for us. So um, playing in front of different or on different conditions, we've got to assess that. So um, we went and had a look earlier. I know there is a bit of rain forecast for the match. So um, that may play a part. We've also got to take into consideration we're going to be playing every pretty much every third day. Mm. The fact that we did actually lose that game. So do we roll out the same 11 and say, you go do the job better? Or do we make changes as a bit of a statement? So... Um, I suppose all that will come out tomorrow in the uh, in the coin toss. Uh, and on a, a different note, and a very very sad note, Jacob, the passing of uh, of Shane Warne on Friday. You would have uh, faced his spin a few times. Yeah, I was, I was fortunate. Well, unfortunate at the time, <laughs> but fortunate now looking back on it that I managed to play against Shane uh, in a test series and a number of one day internationals, and then also. Um, played alongside him for the Rajasthan Royals in the IPL in 2011. So, um, amazing character. I mean, obviously, and it goes without saying, one of the greatest bowlers ever. Probably, the, well, not probably. He is the greatest leg spinner of all time. Um, and he made bowling spin cool. And he was larger than the game, and he was larger than life. And um, I just remember being with him at Rajasthan um, and having a great time. And he looked at the game through a different lens. You know, and you sort of look at the same thing, whether that be the tactics or team selection or conditions or even warm-ups or, or the way you view training and how to go around your preparation. He just looked at it differently and um, had a really cool outlook on the game and absolutely sorely missed and, and gone way too soon, obviously. Absolutely. Jacob, good luck for the uh, match today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Cheers.